All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Shot of Culture, Queer Tales over Kava and Tequila Sips. I'm Pratiba, and I'm here with my co-host. Pilo G. What's up, Pilo G? A whole lot. Um, sobering up from uh, Pride Weekend. I know. Crazy. Pride well, we- here we are with our tequila sip, so, you know, salud. Sobering up and starting over again, right? Totally. Yes. Here we go. This is what we do for Pride. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> um, all right. So this episode, we're going to be talking all about Pride. We just finished Pride Weekend here in San Francisco, and it was... Quite a weekend. It was, well, not, I'm not even going to talk about weekend. For me, it was like Pride Month, the entire freaking month. Um, but we're going to be talking about our personal experiences with Pride. What Pride is this for you? Uh, what do you mean? Like number Pride? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Since coming out. God, I don't even want to know. Like 20 plus. But I will say, like, this feels like the most significant in my life as really? an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Tell us more. Um. Just thinking about, you know, not to get too deep political, but like all the anti-trans bills that are currently out there right now, um, you know, the, the, the rulings recently over the last few days and the, for sure with the, uh, you know, the Supreme court, um, it just, I don't know. I feel like things have just come full circle and, um, you see it directly impact your friends, your family. Uh, so, so it's, I, I feel like it's, if you had, if I had to describe like in a word, it's like truly like symbolic for me. Like, yeah, no, I hear that a lot. I mean, I think, you know, the other thing to add to this is like the pandemic, right? So we didn't have pride or at least I didn't participate in pride over the, this is the first time I've participated in pride. Yeah. Since the pandemic, yeah, right? So I hear what you're saying now with all of the anti-trans legislation, all of the LGBTQ, anti-LGBTQ legislation that's going on nationwide, like it felt way more advocacy. If It felt like pride is riot, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I can see where you had a different lens looking into this. Um, so maybe you can share a little bit about, you know, yeah. your experience from your view, obviously having a very active partner in the community. Yes, yes. Yeah, definitely. So, um, as you know, my partner was um, Grand Marshal, Community Grand Marshal, which was, like, so unexpected, honestly. The whole thing was, like, super unexpected for them to get Community Grand Marshal of Pride. It's mostly, like, a queer and trans youth-focused organization. And over the last, you know, now I can say this, over the last, like, two years that they've been at this job, they've been getting multiple, like, death and bomb threats um, consistently. And they've had to navigate that for the first time in this organization's history here in San Francisco. And then, you know, through that advocacy and through all of the work that they single-handedly had to do, um, they were able to get this, like, recognition of Community Grand Marshal, which is pretty amazing. Right. It's pretty brave. Yeah. Absolutely. Considering, you know, having to go, you know, undergo the stress of, like, threats. Absolutely. Uh, It just changes the way that you live and you move. Absolutely. Uh, in the city, you know, through your community. Um, but I, I can't say, like, it takes a special person to be able to do that. And we need those special people to, like, move the needle. Yeah. Um, even yeah. if it feels like it's inches at a time, it's still huge. And yeah. I love, you know, uh, what Lyric is doing as an organization. Ports, queer youth, 
you know, professional development, housing resources, all the things that totally, you know, we're as adults, it's hard finding that for yourself. So I can't imagine what somebody in their teens has to undergo, especially if they've been kicked out of their home. Right. um, You know, ostracized by their core family. So it's great to to see that, um, you know, that your partner is really um, super involved and two years in and it's like, Got to keep pushing. Totally, totally. I mean, they've been involved in youth for their entire career. This is the first time at a queer org. But I think it's really interesting for us because, like, both of us are people who are, like, born and raised in San Francisco and the Bay, right? And so having an organization like this, like, and also we talk a lot about even our families and sometimes them not being the most welcoming. And people, I think, think in San Francisco, like, everybody's progressive and everybody's welcoming. But that's not necessarily the case. It's not. I've we've learned that yes. as uh, sometimes it feels like we live in a bubble though when you start to really yeah. think and step or you have to go out out of town to a different state for a business meeting yes and you sit there and you're like man yeah the realization hits you like there aren't a lot of people like us yes same color as us yes you know yeah. same belief system really get to reflect on that so i'm yeah. glad you did that so what was it like it was like you were like the first lady i know? was i was I the mean, first lady oh my god the appearances <laughs> you know i mean i love the yeah. pride shoes like if it, thank you it's uh, yes. awesome pride stilettos <laughs> yeah. like i went all out you know yeah Hopefully those came out again in a different occasion (laughs) at home. (laughs) We won't be getting into that, but uh, they were very fun. I absolutely, you know, I had to femme it out. Like I love um, makeup and dresses and all that stuff. And I don't feel like, because I work from home and stuff, so I don't feel like I really get dressed up all that much. You know what I mean? Like work from home life. Like you just roll out of bed, brush your teeth and like get in front of the computer. Totally. So the fact that like this was the first year because last year pandemic and then also we were scared, honestly, to yeah. leave. And there was so much that going on that we couldn't talk about regarding these threats. And so this was the first year that we could be like finally out. So I went all out. I was like, I'm getting the dress. I'm getting the heels. Um, we had gala after gala. We had event after event. I was all about it. It was a lot of fun. You came, you came in the beginning, right? To yeah, one of the I did galas. Uh, yeah. attend one of the fundraisers. Truly amazing to see a lot of, uh, you know, people of color, uh, queer people come together, um, raising funds for an amazing organization. Um, you know, good sense of community. Uh, I felt safe. And, yeah. and I was amongst like-minded people. Which uh, I think really enhanced the event. And um, I did, you know, I was able to (laughs) win on one of the mini auctions. It wasn't the it wasn't the one that I wanted, but it it felt great to just be able to participate and give back, even if it it felt small. uh, It's still, you know, every dollar helps. I was happy to attend that. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's interesting because we, you know, have known each other for a long time. We've talked about this before, but you have actually known my partner separate of me. Correct. (laughs) And so it's, I think it's a really funny thing to like, where you have like your own friendship with them. And then obviously we have our own friendship and then it's like, just like funny, you know, I might have a baby crush. (laughs) You said that you were my date for one of these events. It's like my poppy chulo. (laughs) Like I I just, I'm like, I love it. I'm so motivated and inspired, (laughs) but Definitely. There's somebody that makes me want to like keep pushing and pushing to be more progressive and like be impactful in the community. So, um, 
We need people like that. Yeah. I love it. For sure. And it's also really interesting for me because, you know, we've um, we've hung out and we've partied and we've done things and we've celebrated Pride. And this is the first time that I felt like we did it in kind of like this grown up way almost. Right. It's like the galas and the fundraisers. Absolutely. absolutely uh, you know, apart from the club, we did go to the club. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a completely different story. Um, yeah. I think we had that or I, at least for me. Um, you know, I wanted to be supportive of, uh, our fun, just the parties that we grew up going to, you know, Absolutely. during the pride weekend or before or leading up to into pride, the parties that, uh, we enjoyed, right. We love hip hop music. Yes. It just felt like a natural thing to gravitate and, and go participate. But I will say, yeah. I had a moment of realization. Okay, tell us. And I didn't drink that weekend. I wasn't feeling too great. Yeah. Um, I did Full disclosure, I did microdose. <laughs> and uh, it, it really helps me. A, I needed to feel better. And I think it, it helped me uh, in that moment physiologically feel yeah. better. I felt like I was in the zone. I had really like pointed yeah. conversations, totally focused. But I also had that realization where I'm like, shit, I'm too old to be here. I feel too old to be here. But I also mm-hmm. don't feel... Like, I'm old where yeah. I need to be at home on my couch. Like, yeah. it, it's like being in this weird middle ground area where, yes, you know, I'm here for the movement. The crowd is, like, so different. It was probably, like, the messy me yes. at, be, yeah, yes. at 21 yes. that I saw myself there. I was like, yeah, I don't belong here anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, music was great. Got a little ratchet. Yeah. Always appreciate a good, you know ratchet song absolutely absolutely <laughs> um, it was great to spend time with you with you know some of our uh, other friends and good to see people like the things that we celebrated was like the things that we take for granted when we're younger like good health yeah and, like being blessed and having a place to live and yes uh it just it was a different type of celebration and uh yeah I just had that realization where I'm like damn I, I don't know if I should be here but I kind of felt that it was interesting because like I really we had talked about doing this right and um, we ended up getting like the VIP so we could have like a a place because we didn't want to just like be there and not have a place where we could sit that that was really important (laughs) especially for me in heels like I can't stand that whole yeah you know yeah but I remember we were coming from a fundraiser and then we were going straight to that place and I, I texted you. I kind of had like this freak out moment of like, I can't do this. I'm I'm going to go. I'm not. This is yeah. not me. I can't do it. You yeah. know? And it was hard though, because I feel like, I don't know if anybody has participated in any of these like San Francisco Pride Club events, not the officially sponsored San Francisco Pride stuff, but it's hard. Like I remember going there. There was nobody there. Okay. Nobody. Because the fundraiser ended early. And so we went to that particular club. So you showed up at adult hours, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it was the middle. It was a tea party, right? Day party, basically. That's what we call a tea party here. So I think I got there right at opening or so. And yeah. we had paid for this VIP service. They wouldn't let us in. Yeah. So that was like, oh, so perturbed, right? Issue number like, one. Issue number one. I was like, there's nobody here. There's nobody here. Oh, well, you know, you have to be with your group. Nobody comes with all eight people together. Okay. (laughs) 
Like, let us yes. do our thing. Let us pregame. Yeah. And then we'll stroll in. It's like, you don't even have to give me the bottle. Like, I just want to be inside because the other thing was, is it's cold. It's not warm yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah. You know, during this period of time. So it's windy. It's cold. I'm in heels and a dress. Like, I do not want to be standing on the corner of Sixth and Howard. Yeah. Well, that used to mean different things <laughs> yeah. on certain corners in yes. San Francisco. Yeah. Heels. Yes, I know. Boobs out. Yeah. Totally. Oh, and that was the other thing is so that you had to get like frisked. I think I told you this too. You had to get like, you know, security. Yeah. And in case you had like the hidden dildo between. Yes. <laughs> Molly in between your and cleavage. And the person that like this freaking bitch like literally ripped my dress open. So I was like naked on the corner of six and a half. Well, I was like, I can't. I got to go home. This is not my scene. But I stayed. I stayed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was fun. I think. Yeah. It, you know, being with friends yeah. always makes things better. That sense of community, that happiness. Like, I, yeah. I remember just smiling and, you know, but then I did have that realization. <laughs> like, damn, I'm too old to be here. <laughs> For real. Like, can we get, like, yeah. a social club that caters to, like, people over the age of 30 yes. that want to talk, like, politics and travel yeah. and family and, like, yeah. Give me something good to talk about. Yeah. I'm like, can we get that? I think there might be something I've heard. That, yeah. That in the catch up. So we'll I have to, we'll have to dig in something. Yeah. We'll have to dig in. I think there is some kind of, well, back in the day. So we reconnected we didn't meet, but I think this is the first time you, um, and I like reconnected, I guess. And like became friends from that point. We went to this like women, I don't even know if it was women, non-binary. It was like a professional networking event. Oh, right. Yeah. Remember that thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They used to have it at, if you were around uh, in the probably 2000s, like early 2000s, yeah, it was at Mecca. It was a restaurant. Yeah. And it was like, it would cater to like professional. Uh, yes. It, it was focused more on women. Um, yeah. But it was great because I was like, oh my God, am I going to find like a hot attorney? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the fantasy of like, I'm going to meet somebody that's professional. Yeah. Like, Let me get out of this. Yes. These kid relationships. Uh, I, I was just in awe and you know really like flattered that I was there and uh, yeah I just I miss that I think we need to have yeah more stuff like that where you know it fits I think yep. it fits our where we are in our current I miss current. that too it was like a Thursday night it didn't even happen on the weekend right? right it was just like this is and I, I remember you know everybody kind of dressed up and and you know the reason like you're thinking attorney is because everybody kind of looked like that business or, professional yes. you had dinner you had cocktails yeah mingling yeah um you know a little winky eye here yeah there. yeah um, yeah but it was awesome like I, and i miss that i hope that we can find a place like that um i, I will say i after we went to that girl party uh in San, that pride weekend i did head over to mothers which oh cool um, is a recently purchased by a uh, queer woman, San Francisco, uh, has spent most of her life uh, in San Francisco. Uh, And it was really great because I'm like, we don't have enough lesbian owned bars. Like, I think there's a documentary that there's like less than 10 that exist across the United States. Oh, wow. So it was great to go, you know, to a place where you also felt safe. I think it was a very eclectic kind of yeah. group, like, you know, lots of uh, black indigenous people of color, yeah. lots of San Francisco hipsters. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that 
the it was like a big mosh posh of people cool. um, but it was so chaotic like it was like the line was out the door yeah um it you know to get a cocktail you had to stand in line um but it was a it was a great time like seeing that many faces uh it did feel a bit chaotic though i will say well, it's Pride Weekend, right? Yeah. And so I, I mean, feel like, thousands. yeah, there was a half a million people that came, I think, to the parade. Uh, I've been meaning, meaning to check out that place, which has got some historical value in San Francisco. To be a Sinoche. Right, exactly. Which was what, like a true dedicated drag bar. Yes. And a Latin-A like drag, yes. right? Like a real yeah. mission kind of establishment. So, I, you know, while I'm sad to see that Sinoche is gone, it's kind of nice that what replaced it is kind of the same essence almost right yeah. like this queer um because the lexington was the other place i don't remember if you remember the lexington uh, i do yeah absolutely yeah kind of you know grimy yeah urine smell but yeah you know very safe tiny little space that a lot of uh san francisco lesbians went to yeah i felt like it was like a biker it was a bi- slash I can't even describe the crowd it wasn't me but you know you go there for community i wasn't yes. going there to like well, it's interesting. On my first date um, with my spouse, we went there, and it was it was it was not planned by any means because it's not it wasn't like, like my crowd back then or anything. Yeah. I don't think it was either one of our crowds. But I remember us thinking we had had dinner, and it was a very like you know cis hetero kind of space, and we wanted to kind of go somewhere else that was like and it was a Monday night, so it was not like you can go to the Castro and something is going to be open because Castro is also like pretty dedicated mm-hmm. towards like cis gay men. I feel like you know what I mean. Yes. So we were like, where can we go? And we were a few blocks away from the Lex. And so we were like, let's go there, you know? And it was super fun. Yeah. It made sense. And I'm sure yeah. you felt safe. Community yes. safe. Yes. Did they ha- still have the pinball machines there? They did. Okay. They did. I mean, it was a little bit like suspect kind of because you weren't. I think the thing about walking into the Lex is that we weren't the demographic, even though we were lesbians and identified mm-hmm. as lesbians we weren't necessarily the demographic of yeah. lesbian that they cater to <laughs> but that's a great part because there's a spectrum of yes queer like yeah. lesbians like we don't all look the same right we don't all appeal to the, you know like the same music doesn't appeal to us yes like, the vibe the way yeah. we dress yep um but the beauty of it is we're all there to be have a good time have a good cocktail right and, you know like a dirty cocktail i mean it wasn't like yeah you're talking like craft cocktail it was no mecca let's say that right like mecca was the upscale this was like the complete opposite of that (laughs) but you went there because you you wanted a play a safe place to to have a good conversation and have a cocktail yeah i mean we had had a great dinner and obviously it worked out right like all these years later but we wanted to connect without people necessarily staring at us because you know you go to out and i don't know like sometimes people even in san francisco like they stare at you and yeah you don't want that like you just want to go feel comfortable somewhere yeah and be your authentic self (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah um sadly when the lexington closed i wasn't it wasn't, uh, I think it was more, uh, what I was, you know, sad about is like, it's a lesbian bar that they're taking away from us. Yes. And, uh, it's nice to see that now mothers in San Francisco is re-sparking that. It yeah. made me happy. And I love that it's called mothers because I actually have run into this person who owns that bar and they're a queer mom. Awesome. You know, so I love that it's called Mothers because I feel like it hits that intersection of like queer people are parents too. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so anything else happened at this um, 
bar of note on Pride weekend? Okay, so that's a that's a funny question. <laughs> oh, I right. knew it. I know it. You know, like I said, going back to the story, we were at this women party, and I was like, oh, hopefully it's gonna be like a, a lot of cute women, and yeah. How I hopefully meet somebody. I'm like that hopeless romantic. Yes. Or maybe are. it's hopeful romantic. I yeah, don't know. I like and, that. And you know, I there was this huge line at Mother's and I'm trying to get my friend to recover because she's obviously buzz tipsy from <laughs> the bottle service Not that me. we had. Like let's clarify. It was I I went home to my children. <laughs> yes. You were the responsible yes. one. And I, you know, I hadn't I, I wasn't buzzed, but I was like, hey, I got to take care of my friend. Like, that's what we do. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah. let's get something to eat. And we get there. The line is crazy. There's like chaos on the street. I'm like, this is insane. I have to use the bathroom. And for the life of God, I'm like, where are the restrooms? <laughs> like, we need to pee. So I go next door to Mother's and it's like a restaurant that like serves indian but like italian pizza i love it like it's just like a mosh posh but guess what people that are trying to sober up are in there people that are like in between parties are in there yeah so i'm standing in line waiting to get a slice of pizza at this indian restaurant (laughs) and the guy is like la 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 walking around taking a sweet top i swear i probably stood in line for like 10 minutes and then finally uh while standing in line i turned to my right and there's this like beautiful woman sitting at this table um, and you know, it, all it's community, it's communal tables. Okay. And they're all jam packed with people. And she's the only one sitting at this table and half of the table is like messy. So I'm in my head. I'm like, okay, I got to get my pizza. I got to go to the bathroom. I got to find a place to sit. Like, where am I going to sit? Like that weird panic. I don't know why. Task orientation. Yeah. I don't know why. Like the order, I, yes. like in my head, I'm panicking, like yeah. sorting, like, what am I going to do first? Yes, yes, yes. So I turn and there was like a sense of comfort because it was like, she was like that. Like I heard this, like, you know, I'd say like dreamy, Ooh. like. I was like, wow, she's cute. Like, I can see her yeah. sitting in a cute little bookstore or, like, a cute coffee shop in yeah. New York. Her style, her glasses were wow. cute. She, you know, she was, she's black. She had, like, the cute Halle Berry, like, Ooh, haircut. And, yes. And I was like, I like this. She stood out from everybody that was in there. Yeah. Um, and I, I was like, okay, Back to focus. So I, so I go back and like I order my pizza and I turn around and she's looking at me again. Ooh, so wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but I just thought, you know, she's probably wondering like, what's this weirdo doing? Like yeah. in my head, I'm yeah. like, I just try to get my pizza. So like go to the bathroom. <laughs> so I order my food and I decide like, okay, while my pizza is heating up, I'm going to go use the restroom. I come back. They finally cleared out the messy part of the table where she was sitting and, um, I grab my pizza, I sit down, and, sh- you know, I- I'm sitting there wondering where my friend's at, somewhere out there on the street. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she turns to me and says, hi, how- happy Pride. How's your-, how's your Pride weekend so far? And I think I was, like, kind of, like, thrown off because, A, I didn't expect her to strike a co- conversation with me because yeah. I'm like, nobody hit on me today. <laughs> I'm so, like, sad about this. And all of a sudden, this- <laughs> thanks. And all of a sudden, the, you know, she's talking to me and, um, you know, we start vibing and having a good conversation. And I was like telling her like, yeah, I feel old. Uh, I just came from this party. I had that realization. I'm like, but I'm too old to be there. And she's like, oh, old. I'm 36. And I was like, oh, that's not old at all. 
at all. I was like, try 44. And so it was like, we went to the sparring thing. Yeah. 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 Um, but not in a bad way. It was funny. There was a lot of like cute banter. Um, and she, you know, she was explaining to me like, yeah, the city's so different. I've been here for 20 years. She's like, you know, then she, she blamed the tech industry. And I was like, oh fuck. I'm fucked. (laughs) I work in tech, dude. This is where you lie. Yeah. This is where you lie. I I know, but I can't lie. And so I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, so you're an artist. I was like, well, I was like, I work in tech. And she was like, oh, great. You just lost me at like yeah, tech. Here we go. And, <laughs> you know, she, she then goes down this rabbit hole of like, oh, she's like, you totally ruined my fantasy. Like, I hate you. And I'm like, what? Your fantasy? Wow. And she was like, you walked in. She's like, I wanted to find out what you were all about. Ooh. And so I was like, oh, dude, tell me about this fantasy and then she started like you know i feel like the wall was slowly like that that first barrier yeah was like starting to like crumble yeah and i was like okay and so we we had a good conversation um she was giving me a hard time of course and then she's like you can't tell me that nobody hit on you today i was like absolutely not not one soul and i was like i'm sure for you and she's like no nobody hit on me either and she's like but she's like you're cute and i'm like Okay, so what's the deal? Like, come to Mother's. Let's have a cocktail. She's like, I can't. I got to go home. And she's like, and Dang. by the way, she's like, you're making this really hard. And I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And she says wow. to me, well, you're cute. And she's like, but I do have a partner what? out of state. I know, right? She and- could have led with that. I mean, it sounds like you both are hitting on each other at this point. So maybe there's like one for one here. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It was like cute. I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. It was a good vibe. Um, and so then I was like, oh, okay. I said, well, hopefully that works out. I was like, I- I've done it before. It's. Oh, wait, can we clarify? Is this a monogamous partner or is this? It sounded like a monogamous. Oh, Obviously okay. she didn't. I respect yeah, okay. that. She, oh. you know, she wasn't going to cross that line. I was yeah. like, hey, I respect that. I've done out of state, long distance relationships, really difficult. Um, but I was like, I wish you the best of luck. And, yeah. and she was like, oh, you're making this so difficult. And I'm like, what do you want me to do, girl? I just met you. And I said, well, we can be friends. And she was like, tell me one thing. If I wasn't in a relationship, would you make out with me? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no questions asked. So then I proceeded to say, listen, like, we could be friends. All good. Yeah. You know, I'm 100% respectful people's relationships. And then. I could see this like sighing and this like, and I'm like, how about I give you a hug? You go on your merry way. I go mine. And so she did. And it was cute. And then I said, listen, if you want to be friends, here's my Instagram. You can easily find me. I was like, I only have a couple pictures on there, but I was like, reach out. And she was like, and did she? Thank you. She hasn't. Ugh. But, uh, it made my day because I think I had felt like, hey, I don't belong here. I feel yeah. like I'm too old. Yeah. And then I got, went down this like, little bit of a rabbit hole where like I'm never gonna meet anybody nobody yeah. likes me and then all of a sudden like I was like okay. there she was yeah. Pilo still got it at least a little bit well <laughs> woman if you are out there and listening to us Pilo definitely still has it hit them up on uh Instagram <laughs> dump your partner first though <laughs> yeah no uh ethical non-monogamous yes no yes. polyamory yeah, yeah. um you know one to one. Got what one to one. All Thank right. You. So you Appreciate know we're just putting that PSA out. Cute there. dates, <laughs> yeah. coffee date. I'm just kidding. You'll get over the tech piece of this, you know. But overall, uh, you know, great weekend. 
uh, Sunday. I didn't catch the parade. I did, you know, see pictures of, you know, you all waving and doing your, uh, it was first lady wave, first lady wave. It was incredible, (laughs) incredible, incredible. I feel like we're kind of at time here. So I think we'll save Sunday for our next episode. Part two of pride. Cause we got a lot to cover. Like there's a lot still to cover with pride, right? Sounds good. Okay. So let's do it. But yeah, stay tuned for our next episode when we cover actual Sunday parade pride. All right, y'all see you soon. Peace out.